Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, it is 2020. We are back, as well as the box office. Rise of Skywalker rose to the top yet again. We're going to break it all down next. Hey guys, hold on one sec, sorry. Let's do it one more time. All right, Frank, one more time. Give it to me in three, two, one. Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, it is 2020. Carrie and I are back. The box office is back. Rise of Skywalker is number one yet again. We're going to break it all down next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, walk up. Look at this. Hello, 2020. Hello, welcome to Box Office Breakdown in a new decade. Well, I guess it depends on how you're counting your decades, but it's not 2020. It's just a number. It's another day. That's right. But as always, it may be a new decade or a new year at the very least, but it is the show that looks back at the box office that was, and then we like to... Bree, you ready? I'm ready. Pra. Nah. Stay. Woo! Beautiful. About the box office that lie ahead. I'm Frank Moran. What's up? Carrie Lane here. And making us look good and sound even better is Bree in the booth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to 2020. I mean, and, you know, we're we're embracing the future, folks. Yes. With such uh, futuristic concepts of getting a camera in the booth with Bree so you can actually see her face and not just hear her voice. Yes. Sometime throughout the show, I will have that up and you'll get to see my lovely face. Oh, a treat to everybody. Yes. yes. And we have the chat going live. So if you're watching live, join us. And if you're watching later... No problem. Just comment down below. You can still look at Brie, no matter when, when you're watching. On social media, which she'll talk about at the end. That's right. But as always, folks, like us on Facebook, give us five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and give us a thumbs up while you're there, or two, or three, or four, or five. And as Carrie mentioned, the chat is up and running. Yes. So uh, we will dive into it. We'll do some uh, recaps of this past weekend's box office, look at some international numbers, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the films that we're excited for this year, There's a lot coming up. There's a lot coming up. So yes. we'll talk about the films that we're excited about. And, of course, we're going to carve out, uh, don't worry, folks, plenty of time to hear about Bree's experience watching Cats. Oh, you're not going to want to miss that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so without any further ado, let's dive into this past weekend's box office. Rise of Skywalker, yet again, uh, takes the number one spot as I... Oh, as I can't open up my phone to give you that accurate number with another $33.7 million. Uh, did you get a chance to I see it? I did see it, finally. I enjoyed it. I think I actually liked um, the last one better. Interesting. Uh, Bree, did you see it? I did. I saw it twice. Because I, I, I saw it once on opening night, and then I saw it with my family when I went home. Nice. Oh, how nice. Did you like it as much a second time? Better? I think I liked it equally as much. Like, it... Wasn't my favorite. It wasn't the worst one. Yeah, it was just there. Yeah, yeah. It was entertaining. There were a lot of cool things about it, but I, yeah, you know, there's some other moments where you're like, well, okay. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you would have told but, me, at, like at some point in my life, I would watch a Star Wars film and just feel meh about it. I'd be <laughs> that's like, Get a good here. point. That's, hey, a, that's not going to be you're true. Like, no. And yet it was with Rise of Skywalker. I just watched it. Was like, eh, all right, fine, whatever. So yeah, kind of a kind of a, a bummer, but what are you gonna do? I've, do you feel it rounded out the contemporary trilogy well enough, though? I did not. Okay. Yeah. Which so, one of the three that the new three would you say is the best? <sighs> I say two. Or most enjoyable for me was number two. 
I of the new trilogy. Mm, it is tough. I felt like new, new technically. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt kind of a gradual decline uh, through all of them. Okay, but I guess in retrospect, I would have to at least give Last Jedi props for doing different things. Yeah, uh, that I felt like the Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker stayed more insular, and I felt like the Last Jedi. Open the world, whether you liked it or you didn't, and whether there were storylines that you didn't like mm-hmm. or, or not. I felt at least it opened up the world more, and I felt the first, uh, the first and third closed the world a little bit. Too much for my taste. That's so, a good point. I thought uh, the second one was just the most fun. Like that was the most entertaining for me in the theaters, kind of experience, and that's more what I want, kind of out of a movie. Hmm. Oh. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, look we at, can see look at Brie. Brie. Not, not quite yet, but oh, she's oh, it's working on it. line it up, but I'm working on it. Oh. Okay. The, you guys can see me. Yay. Not the, not the, uh, the rest oh, of the people. All right. Well, Folks. Ryan B. in the chat says Rise of Skywalker is their favorite. I mean, I, I think it'd be interesting. Okay, here you go. Because we, we, we've talked about this, and this is a leave a comment, and then for Frank and Brie. I mean, these movies just came out. How long would it take for you, and would you want to go back and watch all the Star Wars movies? Because I did that for the first new one. When The Force Awakens came out, I went back and watched all of them. And I'm like, okay, well, the second and third of the newest trilogy, I'm like, okay, that's too recent. I don't need to rewatch them. But I'm like, okay, maybe in like another five plus years, I'd sit down and you can watch all of them as a marathon. You know, I, you know that always intrigues me. And yet I, I never do it. I <laughs> Girl, never do mm, it. No. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool to do all that. And then I know I never mm, will. Okay. But, you know, I think like the concept uh, mm-hmm. It appeals to me, and it'd be interesting to see. Do I feel, you know, well, no, I just felt so mad about this one. I don't. I mean, I've seen it twice already, and I don't think five years removed. I'm gonna all of a sudden feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there'll probably be little kernels within the film that'll be like, oh, that was a little cool sequence yeah. to see. But overall, I'll still feel like, eh, about it. Brie, all right, guys. Sorry, I'll tell you mine in a second, but I think I got it. Yay! Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there Yay! she is, live in your face, Brie. Look at that! I know, it's crazy. We're in the we're in the future. Yes, well, <laughs> we semi the past. No way. Yeah, that's true. We couldn't have done this in 2019. Yes, we couldn't have. It was impossible. It's a new and you thing. You get to see like the cool people going around behind me and everything. This is like be behind the scenes. Oh man, BTS there you go. right here. Yeah, like Josh, that big hunk right behind you. Oh <laughs> man. So Bree, what did you think then of the new one? Yeah, I, or um, would you or do the, a marathon of all of it? Yeah, I think I would. Maybe not in one sitting, maybe over like a weekend. If I had like a weekend with nothing to do and we had a bunch of people mm. and I could sleep overnight in between okay. them. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, in the chat, Ryan B says, I don't think I could get through the prequels if my life depended on it. Neil Hutchinson says, I hear you, buddy. And then Jody says that uh, Raylo is everything. And more that's technically spoilers, so mm. ish. All right. Uh, that is an interesting ship community. Not necessarily that ship, but like the different ships of Star Wars that people. Wow, that can almost be punny as well. Uh, that people get so highly invested in. Yeah, um, I'm that invested. You're like I don't. Nah, I was. You know, yeah, it's like okay. Uh, <laughs> great, great. Uh, yeah, Adam Driver really uh, had a great scene to close out that relationship. So. Mm. I liked him in Logan Lucky. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, Thinking I've heard he's really good in Marriage Story. I haven't watched that one yet, but <sighs> I don't I don't know if I care. There's the only way we want to fight out, Carrie. You've got to watch right. it. I just got to watch the know. fight scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh coming in number 2 right. for this week's box office, Jumanji the Next Level, 26.5 million dollars. 
I did see that one. Excellent. Did you see it? I did see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the a little bit of the Danny DeVito, mm-hmm. uh, the Rocky was hitting Danny DeVito, went a long way with me. And I felt the film dragged it out a little mm. too much. Agreed. I, I think it was... Did we need it? No. Was it entertaining enough? Yeah, but the, like, air quotes, old men jokes, like, it dragged a bit too much. Like, we're in a video game? Oh. That's what I said. Yes. We're in a video game. I was oh. like, oh. oh. <laughs> I'd be pulling my hair like, oh, my gosh. Like, that was funny for maybe a hot second. And then that, those jokes went on a little too long. And I'm glad the way it changes later how that goes, then I was like, okay. I, I was like, mm-mm. But overall, it was still kind of cool to go back to the game. and. I guess, stuff. but I also felt like there was a trailer that there was one sequence where oh. the in-game uh, player, played mm-hmm. by the Flight of the Concords dude, he there's a clip of him in a trailer where it says, you know... Uh, Jemaine or Brett? The uh, smaller one or the... No, their, ma- their manager. Oh, uh, okay. The guy uh, who's like, welcome to Jumanji. Yes. Uh, that, You're back. It's like, not everyone will make it out alive. Uh. And that was in the trailer, and I never uh, saw him say that in the film. Mm. And I feel like, the, I don't know, I think maybe I, my issue with the Jumanji films. Stakes aren't The stakes enough. are just like, whatever. There's really, I mean, while the threat yeah. of danger is, uh, it, they believe it, I suppose. It, it never really goes anywhere. They could have done it with one character, and they didn't. And I almost like that they went a different direction. Because mm. yeah. I felt that was almost going to be cliche. Of like, oh, they're going to do... And, not spoiling because it hasn't. I don't know. It's been out a oh, decent amount of time, but still, um, I like the direction they chose to go instead of what could have been obvious. But yeah, I agreed. I didn't think the stakes were quite as high, even though like it gets to the edge essentially. I guess. I mean, Jake Kasdan says if there, he is fine with the way this ends, and not necessarily needing to see I, another. I film. think yeah. I'm like okay. So we're I'm done. good. Just pause. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, coming at number three this week, Little Women with thirteen point six million dollars. I've heard great things about this film, but I have not seen it. Bree? I haven't seen it yet. I really, really want to. I have no... I don't... Yeah. You have mm, no desire. I, yeah, I don't really have an attachment to the story. I've never... I never read the book, and uh, the original movie was... I think it's I saw not so much the story for me. I think it's just Meryl Streep and uh, Cersei, Warren, Cersei Ronan. They're, yeah, the cast looks amazing, but I think this is one I could definitely wait till on streaming. Would you enjoy it more if it was truly miniaturized women trapped <laughs> trying to get themselves big? No? That could be funny. All right. There you go. Um, uh, coming in at number uh, four, this week was one of the new films coming out of the box office this week, The Grudge. $11.3 Reboot million. I again. was very confused when I saw that on my um, AMC stubs because I was like, wait, <laughs> there's another one or is this are they just re-showing the first one? Because you know how sometimes they show older films mm-hmm. in theaters again? Yeah. So I thought that was what was older. happening. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, films well, that, that are not in theaters Yeah, well, currently. with Jumanji on the marquee and Star Wars, if you think of the prequels, I'll be like, the, the meme, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Grudge also, I was like, why are we remaking this again? Because technically the American one is a remake as well. So it's like, wait, Why? Yeah. I don't know why they go, we need this property, and we need to do it again. Well, this certainly, it wasn't well-received, at least critically, yeah. uh, at the box office. Uh, and critics did not enjoy it. Mm. So I think it, uh, when I saw it, it lasted like a 20% Rotten Tomatoes. So I felt like uh, many of the reviews felt like it was a un- unnecessary reprise of this storyline. 
Yeah. I'll watch it when it comes on to HBO or something. Yeah. I, another, same. I'm like, I, I mean, I liked the original source material of it, and I like the American reboot, and but this one, I'm like, I don't need to rush to hmm. see it. Uh, and rounding out our top five, Frozen 2, another $11.3 million as well. I, I forget if I mentioned it. No, I think I had seen it by the time we chatted last. Yeah, you, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Oh, I liked it more than the first one. There, there we go. Because... Mm, I'd say I liked the songs were great. I liked that there was more magic, and I liked that some of the annoying things of the first one weren't in the second one. And you said you were getting a frozen tattoo. No, I do remember. remember you Frank, are that. you telling me cats didn't make the top five? I, yeah. I know, you know, what? folks. Right. Can you believe it? It didn't do it. What a mm. way! What? But folks, even though if it's out of the top five, as I said, we've got to take some time to talk about it because our one and only musical. Expert here yes. on the panel, uh, Bree. You went and saw it. I did. Me and Christian Blatt and Zach Wilson, two other hosts here, went Woo! and saw it. Uh, I had to. I I could I could not not go see this film. Mm. Of course. Now, first, you said that you may want to be inebriated when you see this. Did you see it inebriated? I I had a drink. I had I definitely had a drink mm. with me. Okay. While I was watching it, I think you you need to. This is the thing about this film. After I saw it, it is the best and worst thing you've ever seen in your entire life. Okay. How quickly into the film did you realize, like, oh, man, this is going to be a ride? Right away. <laughs> like, <laughs> immediately. Like, I, I'm not going to spoil anything for people, but the very first thing that happens, you're like, like, that, your face is just a WTF. Like, wow. Uh, and throughout the film, it gets better and worse all at the same time. Like I said, more and more. The reason I had so much fun with it is my entire theater just didn't take it seriously. Everybody was See, that'd joking. See, awesome. that Everyone be good. was yelling at the screen. Oh, we just were joking around. I feel like this is going to be a cult classic. This will be something that, like, the room where people, or uh, Rocky Horror, people just watch it. And even though they know it's not great, they just have so much fun making fun of it. Hmm. I, I think that's what that. it's going to turn into. Because it is, the fact that we have a dame and a sir in this film. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Ian McKellen acts his heart out as a cat in this. And now, it, it's, I've heard that of everybody in the cast, he's the one that knows the kind of film that he's in. Would you agree? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like man. half the cast was like, this is so dumb and I'm just going to have fun. And then half the cast was like, oh, this is art. And I need to, I need to put my all into it. And then that <laughs> combined... Just didn't work out together. Mm. Now, did you see it before it had been corrected in, in theaters or no? When did it get corrected? Uh, I think it was at the... Or, like, there were some things they fixed because there's a scene where um, Judench's hand is still like a human hand. And so they... I don't know. Yeah. Those were, like, some of the big things. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe? I, okay. I saw it. I saw it last week, so probably. Then that should have been the fixed one. I like Ryan's, uh, Nielsen's posts about it. <laughs> when he was just like... Yeah, his tweets were very entertaining. Because uh, I saw a yeah. clip of... I can ask him, Ryan. Hey, what's up? <laughs> the, what's up the, the chat wants to, needs to know your score for cats. Oh, yeah, the Eagles score was bad. But uh, for cats. Oh, cats, zero. <laughs> <laughs> zero. Oh, all right. <laughs> Maybe negative, you said. Owe me time. <laughs> wow. Because I, I, I saw um, the clip with Rebel Wilson from uh, a performance that she does where yeah. she just she rips her skin off and then she just has another cat skin underneath it. Yeah. So in the play, uh, her character wears a big coat. They're, I mean, the costumes in the play are just 
made of random different things. Um, mm-hmm. And she takes her coat off, but she still has she still has like the leotard thing underneath. And right. it's not as shocking because it's always been a coat. So in this one, they decided that she's going to unzip her entire skin and take that off. And she has another layer of skin and fur <laughs> underneath that. Okay. Yes. Yes. Again, I, I really am curious as to the process of making this film and what were people just saying yes or were they actually like, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm. It, it felt like one of those kind of things like were you really behind the show you just didn't want to tell him, Tom Hooper no I, I right. mean this musical has been running for so long one of the longest running musicals right? ever but Brie put yourself in one of those actors shoes if somebody had approached you to be in a film version of Cats would you want to did you would you have such I don't, enthusiasm I don't think, for the source no. material you I, mean, I don't to? like the play <laughs> so, it's so well, to I, get these big actors to do this there, and there's a lot it. of big actors I mean, yeah i mean sure. it could be a few things it could be that this is a really well like people love this play like i don't a mm-hmm. lot of people in the theater community don't but it is one of the longest running shows and maybe the actors generally do like the play or maybe they just heard that and were like this would be a good thing to sign on to <laughs> uh tom cooper's mm-hmm. last musical he did won people oscars so maybe they were like he knows what he's doing do you have any friends that love cats my sister my sister absolutely loves it. She watched the VHS tape of the Broadway show on repeat growing up, and that might be why I hate it as much as I do. I, I, yeah, it's, well, now, do right. we think it works better as a play? Like, you know how some plays, they work so much better in a play setting because you have to suspend your belief a little bit. But in a movie, we don't as much. Like, for example, Bug. Um, I, I kind of hated that movie because in a movie... I'm like, I can see everything. But if it was on stage, I'd be like, well, I can't. Like, the idea is, like, she thinks there's, like, bugs on her and whatever. Because it's, it's drugs. Drugs are bad. Kind of a thing. And on a stage play, you maybe wouldn't know what everything is going on. Because you can't see exactly. But in a movie where it's, like, a close-up on their hand and you're like, nothing's there. So I, I wonder if Cats, maybe it just works better as a stage production where, like, um, how th- they did it. I think so. Like, I think the cost... One, they just tried too hard in the film to try to make them look like cats, and by doing that, they made them less cat-like. Did you see the post that, like, their noses should have been, like, cat yeah, noses? Yeah, like, they had human faces. Yeah. The whiskers, you couldn't really see. Mm. Um, and then also, it just... The movements, like, they didn't have cat movements down, so mm. they just, like, seemed like humans. Whereas in the play, they're, like, they have a lot of great... The costumes and the makeup and the dancing in the play are phenomenal. It's just not, like, a great story. Mm. Uh, Brie, will when this becomes available to purchase, will you buy it <laughs> to have it to watch anytime you want? I don't know if I'll buy it, um, but we have talked. Oh. Me and Christian talked about uh, doing a double feature, watching the taped version of the Broadway show and this back to back. Yes, I'll, oh, I'll I'll watch it with you guys. I'd right, be right. down. We have a theater uh, at one of our houses, so you know we can do that, and we can Let me know. drink and eat, oh. and that's yes. how you should watch this and just make fun of it. Mm. <laughs> oh my word! Well, uh, Bree, thank you. Uh, you're very welcome, <laughs> Frank. I, you need. I know you're going to run to go see it now. Oh my well, goodness! In a different direction of craziness, did you guys see Six Underground on Netflix? I did. I did. I did. Like that did is. It's very Michael Bay. Like, oh my god. Like if if you watch that and be surprised about the over the topness, I'm like, this is like prime Michael Bay vibe. Like it's yeah. over the top action, it's overly like kind of but the action's sexy and then there's sexy scenes and the plot's kind of like, yeah, but is it an awesome wild ride? Yes. 
like it was fun, but it is one of those like okay. Yeah, I mean, there are some sequences that are intriguing, but I felt like there's Michael Bay. I mean, there's certainly Transformers, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's you know Bad Boys, Michael Bay. Then there's like The Rock mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, uh, Armageddon. And there's something about The Rock and Armageddon where it's the Michael Bayness of it, but it also still for you know for your mileage may vary on how much you enjoy those movies. But there is some uh, emotion in those films between Sean Connery and Nick Cage, or oh, between uh-huh. mm-hmm. Ben Affleck yeah. and Bruce Willis. Like when he's saying he's sending Bruce Willis, uh, Bruce Willis is sending Ben Affleck back to Earth so he can stay behind. I don't, you know, there's some emotionality there that makes it all right. Mm-hmm. And I felt Six Underground lacked that humanity, mm-hmm. uh, it, and, and I don't need tons of it, but just a little bit. So I feel like no. somewhat invested in this is devoid of all of that. Yeah, not so much. It's just like here are these characters, and some of them are hello goodbye very quickly, and you don't really get a whole much on them. Some of them you get backstories, all right. Uh, Black Rock in the chat says Six Underground was terrible. Uh, I, yeah, Ken Jack says I couldn't make it through. I just couldn't get into it. I think it's if you just want crazy action, and that's kind of about it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a sequence because it's some cool action stuff, and they're free running and like the magnets. There's a yeah, that was on really a cruise good. ship that are really is really yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, I, I I saw that and was kind of eh. I wanted to like it more. Uh, I did see It Man Four in theaters. This, oh, uh, four. Yes, the finale. Damn, I didn't realize they're all the way so. There you four. go. So yeah, Donnie Yen, and? I, I, they did number three in 2015, and he was like, "I'm okay. done." But uh, I feel like from all stories that they threw him a lot of money to uh, let's just wrap up the storyline. And the movie is decent. If you've liked the other Batman films, you'll like this one. Okay. There's, uh, of course, he's the person that trained Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, Bruce Lee does appear in this film not as much as I would have liked, but he does have a great fight sequence in an alley. Bruce mm-hmm. Lee fighting against some uh, an American once that's like, do you? I don't think your martial arts are that great. You got to beat me to prove you're really mm-hmm. anything. But the person playing Bruce Lee, it's a great fight sequence, and he does a great job of channeling him. My only bummer i enjoyed the film i just wish there had been more stuff between uh it man and bruce lee mm. they they come together for just a couple scenes and i feel like i wanted to see more more of their relationship played out so sure. but it's still uh it's a fun movie if you've liked the other ones as i said you'll you will like this one mm. so yeah i know i saw the first pretty sure i saw the second i don't think i saw the third third one's got a fight between donnie yen and mike tyson I did not see uh, yes. that one then. <laughs> and then this one, if, you, uh, if you're if you a big uh, like direct-to-DVD martial ah. arts film fan, uh, Scott Adkins, who uh, has been in a lot of martial arts films, oh. fights against Don again. Not martial arts, but another one. Um, uh, I saw Parasite. Oh, I've got a screener that I've not yet watched. It. Uh, I also have the screener and have not yet watched it. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, I liked, what was it? Uh, I was listening to the radio and they were like, dark comedy thriller. And I'm like... Yes, it's a better description because I think ahead of time some people are saying more horror, and I'm like, no. Mm. After seeing it, it's, no, it's a dark comedy thriller. Oh, true. I, uh, I do want to check it out because everybody keeps saying good things about it. I do it's know one of our um, coworkers here, Jeff. He's saying that it might be, if not his favorite, close to his favorite film of the entire year. Oh, all right. And if Jeff Graham says it, you can take that to the bank. I'm curious. What, well, I want to know your thoughts after you've watched it because sometimes when a foreign film does very well, I sometimes wonder if the people who are so impressed by it watch many foreign films because if you watch a lot of 
uh, films from different countries, the novelty of the individual one seems to wear off, I think, a little bit. Mm, okay. uh, I don't know. Like, Leave a comment, uh, please, of other people if you have this experience where if you watch a lot of films from different countries i feel sometimes that happens where people are like wow this is so amazing it's like well do you watch other ones as well or is it just because this is like the first you've seen you know like and not not to knock parasite at all and like not to degrade its quality but sometimes i wonder that and it, i went yesterday i actually went yesterday afternoon it was a pretty full theater that it was a whole a very mixed audience uh ages and uh everything and i'm like i wonder if everybody knew what they were getting into you know. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll have to let you know. Bree, we'll make sure we have to watch these screeners so we can. Yeah, yeah I've gotten through thoughts. some of them so okay. far, but not not to that one yet. <laughs> uh, so, folks, you know, of course, we always do our box office bet. And the last film that we did to ra- close out 2019 was for Cats. And, uh, you know, Amy Cassandra Martinez, she did us all a favor and bet extremely absurdly mm-hmm. high. For what Cat's opening weekend did. Wait, what did she actually bet? She bet uh, a whopping, as I look at this here, uh, $35 million. <laughs> and how much did it make? Uh, uh, Six? Yep. Uh, I think seven. I think that's where it came in. It's so. like something like 43 down or something right now. It's yeah. crazy. So mm. I think this is going to cost Universal $70 million when all is said and done. So, uh, so it's 2020, folks. A whole new year, which means a whole new box office bets. And we've got some fine films for your consideration. We do. Start voting on in the chat, and we'll do our bet as uh, towards the end of the show. Those ones are going to include 1917, going wide this week here. Mm. Uh, we've got uh, Just Mercy with uh, Brie Larson and Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx. Like a Boss, a comedy with Rose Byrne and Selma Hayek, Tiffany Haddish. And then Underwater, a little action drama horror right up Carrie Lane's alley with Kristen Stewart. That trailer looks interesting. I'm like, it's the Meg, but not. Mm, Yeah, I'll be curious. (laughs) Uh, So those four films will be vying for your vote there in the chat. And uh, we'll rely on our resident vote gatherer, Ken Jack, Mm. to let us us know what's going to be winning towards the end of the show. Uh, But real quick, some international numbers. I basically just want to touch on uh, Star Wars. Of course, Rise of Skywalker, it's continuing its global domination in the third weekend now. For a worldwide total of $918.8 million. There you go. And will soon become the uh, Disney's seventh release of 2019 to cross the $1 billion mark. So look at that. So basically it's, it's a lot of money. $450.8 million domestically and $468 million at the international box office. Uh, one other interesting thing, though, about it, though, is uh, for IMAX. Uh, I saw it once in regular and once in IMAX. I figured, eh, why not? Yeah. But this is uh, Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker has become IMAX's second biggest global release of 2019 with $82 million to date. What was and the first? IMAX had, you know, I don't know. I can't give you that information. Okay. But <laughs> IMAX had its highest grossing year ever at the global box office. Hmm. Uh, to, uh, with, it had a little over a billion dollars through December 31st in 27, 27 different countries. Last movie I saw in IMAX was 300. I saw Star Wars in IMAX, though. So. I Which one? The new one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 300 and uh, Avatar. Those are the only last, oh. more recent ones. All right. So not many. <laughs> uh, so, folks, we're going to take a minute. As I said, it's 2020. Uh, besides four films that are coming up this weekend at the box office, there's 52 weeks this year. Uh, so there's many other films coming to the box office. We thought we'd take a little time to tell you about the films that we're excited about this year. And uh, there's a whole slew of them. Oh, Karen, when I saven- saw the trailer, I actually really excited for Jungle Cruise. 
They have the backside of water joke in the trailer, so yeah. I like that they're making fun of themselves. I feel like this is going to be like a a, a rampage version of a rock film. Where it's going to be like... Nah. Rampage was good, though. No, Rampage was dumb. No. Rampage was so dumb. So fun. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. Jeffrey so Dean Morgan? Well, I don't so know why fun. he was in this movie. Uh, what about like rundown version? If it was rundown version... Because that's yes. absurd comedy, too. I'd be down for a rundown version of I that. I feel this has like vibes of The Mummy. Uh, it does. It looks very yes, over-the-top, kind of like magical realism going on. I am so excited. My five-second so hot take on The Mummy, though, is I never enjoyed the Brendan Fraser ones fully. <gasps> I felt it skewed a little too much towards the comedy. Wait, did you like the Tom Cruise one? I was bummed on the Tom Cruise one. Is I... You know, but I still think I just I felt like enough. the Brendan Fraser one skewed a little too much oh, to the so con- good went a little too much to the funny uh, for me. Uh, Jenna James in the chat said loved Rampage. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but I will say, speaking of uh, yes. of uh, Mummy and Universal films, yeah, The Invisible Man is one that I have uh, coming out. It's coming out in February, and I'm really interested by this uh, this take. Uh, is that the one who's um, who else is in it? Uh, from uh, Handwife's Tale. Um, yes. Elizabeth I was going to uh, say Mad Men. Yeah. yeah. That Moss. one looks interesting. I feel like, mm, I feel it could be really hit or miss, though. But what I like about it is, it is a, uh, I, I'm intrigued by the taking the original concept, or the old concept, the Invisible right. Man, and turning it on its head and not just doing yeah. uh, a modern day uptake of the original film. They're kind of twisting it. So Did I'm, you like Hollow Man? Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> it's like it was that all right. Was it was movie. all right. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was all right. Uh, it wasn't bad, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Ryan B in the chat says, "So excited for a Quiet Place Part 2. Oh, that trailer looked so good. Did you guys see it? Yeah. I didn't watch the trailer yet, but I like the first one. So we'll I, see. I'll be intrigued. I mean, I feel like. I mean, I guess they. I mean, I know money plays a big part of this, but I feel like I was impressed by what uh, Krasinski was able to do in that first film. So, yeah, I would think if he was going to take the time to go back to this, he did have something to say. Mm. So, and Emily Blunt's just such a great actress that. Yeah. Well, Jungle Cruise. Uh, <laughs> I'll see Jungle Cruise, Carrie. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, um, for me, on my list also was No Time to Die, the new James Bond film. Yeah, that one uh, looks pretty good too. Yeah, I feel like I want to see Daniel Craig kind of stick the landing on his yeah. last uh, Bond film. Uh, then there's some superhero films, of course. We've got Black Widow. Just a couple. Uh, the Eternals, I'm intrigued by. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, I'm ca- cautiously I- excited about I'm it. I'm mostly I- intrigued about how they're bringing Chris Pine back. Yeah. Yeah. I am curious. I've uh, oh. read the test screenings have not been that great, so I'm kind of like, ah. yeah. But I mean, the trailer is fun to watch for sure. Uh, New Mutants hopefully is actually going to come out. They keep pushing that back. Yeah, it's not. Gonna I was a little worried. Uh, Mulan, that trailer looks good. I yeah. like the realistic take they're doing yes. with it. Uh, Birds of Prey looks very fun. I, You're like, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. Um, a little of that character goes a oh. long way for me, so I'll, I'll, I'll basically have to just see how the rest of the cast is flushed out around her. Uh, to- well, speaking of Tom Cruise, the Top Gun. Yeah, movie. you know, I've, I've only seen Top Gun recently mm-hmm. in the past like five years, and it's not mm-hmm. so I don't have that like huge sentimental attachment. I'll still go see it because it's a Tom Cruise film, but I can't imagine it. I'm not like, yes, I cannot wait. Mm. But I'll, I'll go see it for Tom Cruise. Uh, Artemis Fowl. I'm, I'm curious. Hmm. Where they'll go with that one? Uh, I read one of the books. Oh, Sonic! 
Oh, God. oh boy. Uh, for me, excited Ooh. about Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan film. That trailer looks intriguing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also oh, got King's Man. What about Doctor Doolittle? Yes, I am excited for that one. Seriously? Yes. I don't. <laughs> You're like. Mm. I just. I mean, I will go watch it, but I know I'm not going to enjoy it. I just think it's going to be right. too corny. I think it's going to be too corny. Uh, we've got uh, Death in the Nile, the new uh, Agatha Christie, Kenneth Branagh film. Oh, that could be interesting. So I think that'll be really cool. Oh, um, speaking of crazy Ryan Reynolds movies, uh, Free Guy, the video game-ish one. Yeah, I mean... It could have potential. It could. Maybe. Uh, you know, Brian Reynolds more often than not is just a good watch. I mean, you know, I but I... Admittedly, in Six Underground, I wasn't like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He was just like, okay... Oh, In the Heights. Yes, Neil J mentioned In the Heights looks so good. Yeah. I'm super excited. Yeah, I mean, In the Heights, if they do it right, will be great. Yeah. I'll be very curious about Ghostbusters Afterlife to see how that one works. Yeah. Uh, then we also have uh, Infinite, which I'm intrigued by. It's with Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg. It's about a person that's having these hallucinations but finds out that they're uh, visions of past lives. Frank, mm. your favorite, Peter Rabbit, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, great. I'm going to yep. get the... I already got my Peter Rabbit tattoo, so mm. I'm looking forward to the sequel so oh, I can... What do you guys think tat. of the trailer, um, Call of the Wild? I, I just wish the dog didn't look so CGI that I'm like, we get some amazing animal actors that it looks... I'm like, you couldn't have a real dog. Well, I mean, hopefully it's one of those where the trailer is released and all the effects aren't fully done. There's an uncanny valley with it. Have you guys seen that trailer? I have seen it. Right? You know what I'm talking about? It just looks like... mm. But I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt that when it actually does release, I'll have time to actually get things more polished. So we'll see. I mm. uh, also have Scoob, speaking of dogs. That one looks kind of cute. I'm Your intrigued. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I care. Really? Uh, you don't want to okay. know how Mr. Incorporated no. came together? I know yeah. how they came together. I watched the TV show as a kid. But there was never an origin episode for Mr. Incorporated. That's true. I don't know if I need an origin. I like... Mm. Okay. It looks just kind of too dumb for me. Uh, well, then we also have uh, Halloween Kills. Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Mm-hmm. I think that that could be. I I feel like the Godzilla films haven't quite delivered everything that I've wanted. Although I did enjoy the King Kong film that came out. I think I enjoyed that more than the Godzilla films. I'll uh, be curious mm-hmm. now like when they the, all yeah. get put together if I will enjoy the final product. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we also have another futuristic one about that called the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. So it's a uh, man having a uh, fighting for the future, but he has to reconcile his past. Isn't mm. that how it always goes? Yeah. Uh, and then oh, course- the new Trolls movie, Trolls World Tour. <laughs> I've seen way too many trailers for that. Yeah, I'm like, I I've feel seen like these trailers I, so often. I feel like they put it in front of every film. Yeah. Like, you could be going to see a horror film, and they're like, Trolls. <laughs> yeah. But are you going to go see it, Brie? No, I didn't see the first one. Uh, well, Jazz in the chat says maybe they didn't want to put a dog through dangerous stunts. But that's what I mean. It's one of those, you could have a dog for most of it, and then just like a couple moments. But every moment in the trailer, I'm like, that's not a real dog. Hmm. Uh, we also have Fast and Furious 9. So I, uh, I'm i always down for a Fast and Furious film. I, I mean, I, uh, That's true. Yeah. I still feel like it, you know, the unfortunate passing of Paul Walker, I feel like, has dinged it. To, mm, uh, and mm-hmm. I just feel like the, the rest of the cast uh, and the stories they can do with him don't. I think Paul Walker was in a. I, I didn't. I, while they were together, I never thought, like, oh, yeah, man, Paul Walker's a key ingredient. But now that he's gone, I mean, I do realize that what he added into those films. And I don't know if the mm. films really are as successful without having him in there, fortunately. So, That's a good point. Well, yeah. he's kind of the heart of it. And it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, somebody's got to live their life more than a quarter mile at a time. You know? Uh, speaking of musicals, Brie, uh, somebody mentioned uh, West Side Story. Is that, I don't think that's coming out this year. End of the year. Is mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought for some reason it was 2021. Um, I'm intrigued. <laughs> uh, another Conjuring. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's Romeo and Juliet, so it's kind of like one of those stories you've heard so many times. But, like, I'm, ex- I'm intrigued to see how they do it, If they, what's going to be different about it from what we've seen already. Well, folks, uh, chime yeah. away in the chat about the films that you're excited yeah. about. Oh, Morbius? Yes. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Eh. That's going to be garbage. Oh, it's going to be garbage. Hate. Oh, I know it's going to be garbage. Which I will see it one? and I will be here to hate on it. Mm. There's a way to go with an open mind. I'm waiting That's... for Frank to say one movie he's like just it, totally excited about. That's uh, true. What are you totally excited I know, about? I'm scrolling these... through. You know what? I would say out of all these, I'm probably most excited about the James Bond, No Time to Die. Okay. I'm excited about that one. I want a, I want a really good. What Daniel about Craig Fantasy Island? <laughs> they took that I, in a different direction from the source true, material. You know, I'm, I'm intrigued by that film. I feel like I will ultimately be let down, but I am intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, all right, folks. we gotta, we got to yeah. uh, do our box office uh, projections for next week. And we got to do a round mm-hmm. up with our box office bet. So, of course, folks, keep chiming away in the chat for our four films vying for your hard-earned votes. 1917, Just Mercy, Like a Boss, and Underwater. In the meantime, folks, we will, while you're debating those in the chat and making your votes, decide how these four films will place next week amongst our already top five films from this week. Do you think any of those will dethrone Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker? Um, no. If it dropped, but... No, I would agree. I don't see any of those. I could see doing. something else dethroning Star Wars, but not those ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see uh, it being Rise of Skywalker. I think Like a Boss will probably I feel get. Like a Bo- Boss could do well. Yeah, I could see that coming in number two. I've heard 1917 is really good. I just don't know if it'll make a Yeah, I hear good things. Office. Same. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, I could actually see... All right, I'll go Rise of Skywalker, uh, Like a Boss. Ah, I'll see Jum- Jumanji still. It's got a little legs. Then I'll go 1917, and I'll round it out with, uh, I'll say Underwater. Yeah, Actually, no. I feel like Little Woman might hold on a little stronger because I feel like that's getting a good word of mouth. I'll go Underwater. And I, I think I'll depending say, on what the Golden Globes do tonight depends on that. Yeah, so I'll, I'll say Little Women and Underwater does not make the top five. Um, mm, yeah, I'd go Star Wars like a boss. Mm, I guess Jumanji is still holding on. But I'll do it different. Just have something else in there. We'll have Just Mercy, then Underwater. Oh, intriguing. Uh, All right, folks. It's time for our box office bet. We're going to do our box office bet on the film that you, yes, you in the chat, have voted on. Basically, if you've never seen the show before, whatever you voted for in the chat, we will predict and place our bets on what we think the opening box office weekend will be. The winner will be the prognosticator of prognosticators. The loser will have to go see this film and then tell us all about it. So I will look to Ken Jack, our resident vote tabulator, to see what he Uh, has to say. I feel 1917 is doing good on here. All right. Oh, Ken Jack says underwater won the bet. <laughs> great, great. Uh, well, I said underwater is five. I didn't, I, you didn't, you be, didn't, I didn't even it. think it was going to make it that far. Oh, all right. So we got. So uh, you're like low numbers. Yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, wait, what was the last movie on here? So 11. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Okay. 
uh, I don't know how many. I, I mean, Bree, how excited are you for Underwater? I never heard of it until today. Perfect. All right. So that that's uh, <laughs> and I feel Bree's dialed in, and she's not jazzed about. I've a film. seen the trailer. It's one of those like it makes me think. It it doesn't seem anything new, so I'm curious where they'll go with it because it's like underwater and there's monsters yeah. outside. Okay. Yeah. But maybe. All right, I've got mine. Well, oh boy, I've got mine. I'm ready. Uh, Carrie, you ready? Yep. I feel like there's going to be a decimal that's going to be the death of <laughs> yes. this one. Yes. Uh, all right, Bree, lay it on us. I've got 4.6. Oof, okay, all right. Oh, man, I think. All right, Carrie. 9.8. Huh? <laughs> You're safe. Eight. Eight. Oh. oh, thank goodness. Get to start this first uh, box office of the new year. In, a, in this the cozy spot here. You're like, I'm safe. Oh, fantastic. All right, so we got Brie, 4.6. Carrie, we've got 9.3? 7. 9.7. 9.7. I love it. I love the enthusiasm <laughs> yeah. for Underwater. Well, I said it's, top, it's number five. So. That's true. You got to... But you uh, bet your convictions. Right? <laughs> uh, all right, folks. That's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Bet. Breakdown. Our bet, but breakdown. That's right. Uh, 2020. Office, it was the end of the Box Office Bet and now for this episode. Yeah, Box Office Breakdown. Uh, yes. Our first one in 2020. I, I promise we'll get more polished as the year goes on. As or always, not. folks. Yeah, maybe not. But who am I kidding? <laughs> uh, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up or two or three or four or five. And thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat and sharing your thoughts. But, Carrie, if you're watching at Three Stream Live, what can yes. they do? Uh, you can comment down below. Oh, and if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Bree, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Bree, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. Folks, that does it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Wasn't it great to see Bree at the booth, everybody? Yay! Yes, it was. Uh, we'll be back here next Sunday with an all-new episode right here on Popcorn Talk. Go see some see movies. Ya. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.